On this beautiful Saturday morning, as we pray together, we, are, we find ourselves in the midst of what's called the first resurrection, i proto-anastasi. And you see that the, the atmosphere, the mood has changed. If you were present or if you watched virtually throughout the week, from Sunday night when we begin Holy Week, the churches are dark, the priest's vestments are purple and dark black, somber colors. The hymns have a somber tone, and today was indeed the beginning of a celebration as we begin to remember and to celebrate that Christ is risen. Many people wonder why today is called the first resurrection. We began to celebrate it yesterday evening on Holy Friday. Most people, when we go outside, they believe, and it's not exactly wrong, that it's symbolic of the funeral procession of Christ. And in many ways, in a worldly way it is, we have the Kuvuklion, which represents his tomb, and we walk in a procession through the streets. We're very blessed to be able to do that almost the way we used to, through the streets of Lincoln Park last night, and it was quite moving to see how many people waited outside. It was, it was amazing. People were crying, if you can see what I saw that were crying because they remembered that last year they weren't able to do it. But when we go outside, you hold candles, and the light goes into the darkness. And although it does also symbolize Christ's funeral procession in a worldly way, what it really deeply means theologically is that Christ, after his crucifixion and death, he went to Hades, to hell. And there... The people that were there had the opportunity to receive salvation, to believe in Christ. And before him, if you remember St. John the Baptist, the forerunner that's just here next to Christ, they call him the forerunner because he paved the way. He preached that Christ was coming. He was a type of prophet. And the tradition in the church is that John the Baptist went to Hades before Christ to give them the opportunity to hear his preaching, to prepare them for his coming, just as he did in the world. And last night, as we enter the darkness of the world, with light in our hands, the candle representing Christ, we remember that Christ went to Hades. And the people there, if you look at the icon on this side of the church, on the north side of the Church of the Resurrection, Christ is literally pulling Adam and Eve out of Hades. And that's what we remember today, what we celebrate the first resurrection, was that they, in Hades, saw that Christ was no longer dead, but resurrected. And tonight, we will celebrate the general resurrection, hearing the gospel of the empty tomb, and we will celebrate that Christ, that God, has overcome death. We have this amazing gift to be able to believe in the resurrection, to be baptized and to receive the sacraments and to go through our lives believing and hoping and knowing that death is not the end. And I think that at some point, perhaps at different times in everyone's life, that probably will become the most important belief that each of us has. And many of you may see it on a smaller level. We see it, the clergy, because we find ourse ourselves 
visiting people who are in their most difficult moments in their life, and you can see a very, very concrete difference from the people that are, have this belief of the resurrection ingrained in them, and you see there's no fear, there's no suffering, there's no depression, because the resurrection solves every problem. If we have our focus on God, on Christ, our worst days will be good days for most people. Our life will be peaceful and harmonious and beautiful, and our problems will go away. May this resurrection inspire us. May it bring peace to our homes. May it bring health to our loved ones. And more than anything, may it begin us on a course towards salvation.